Gennaro Rewind, hosted by Matt Namofsky. Hello, NRL fans. Welcome back to the NRL Rewind podcast. I'm your host, Matt Namofsky. Nom with me, mate. Still on Boxing Day. Nom, how are you? How good. Always a pleasure. Mate, we're up to the third podcast in this series. We're up to number 79 of the top 100. Getting really excited now. We've done a trip down memory lane. And now we're up to another current player, Luke Keery, number 79. 157 NRL games, one for New South Wales, two for Australia, one Clive Churchill, and three premierships. This is the first three premiership man on the list here. Mm. Luke Keery, to me, if the career retires, obviously number 79, like where he is right now, if he continues, if he gets past the concussion issues and he can play on, take away the rep career. I think the rep career, for whatever reason, they say there's no black marker through anyone's lines in, in the rep selector circles. Let's say that there is. In that rooster side, he can build on those three premierships. If he now starts getting into four, potentially five, if there's a late season career down the track and he gets close to like 270, 280 games, Nom, there's a real chance that he can make top level. What he's done early in his career, really early on with the Rabbits, obviously going over to the Roosters now, it's been astonishing really watching him, how he's developed into the, basically the best playmaker in the comp. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, I mean, his record just speaks for itself. I mean, three premierships there. Um, he's just, He's just a winner. He's sort of like that Cooper Croc mold where he just gets the job done. And um, look, he's still he's still current. And, you know, looking into this 2022 season with the Roosters, um, it could be anything. 100%. And yeah, the, the story is to be told. So we'll leave it there on Luke Q. But again, to me, probably the most excited one to watch if we had to like put a couple of players here. We'll mention a couple more as we go through. But yeah, he's just really going to be a factor in, in any list, which is going to be really exciting to watch. But let's go on to number 78. It's El Magic, Hazem El Mazari, 283 NRL games, 2,342 points, obviously um, the record there until it got broken. Uh, you've got one game for New South Wales, one game for Australia, and the premiership in 02. Hazem, a great finisher, able to go over the strike, lots of tries. Probably the best goal kicker of our time. Uh, it's right up there, him, Jundon, yep. Joey. Um, you know, probably when you think back to What's your best memory or what's your most vivid memory of Hazem? I'd say it's probably up at Newcastle. <laughs> Kick from the sideline to win. Joey under the post, watching her sail over. The curl. Able, just one of those players. Very iconic player. It wasn't as iconic just for the goal kicking. It was able, obviously a great, great finisher. Scored a lot of points and was a key part of that Bulldog side. One man, one man club man. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, still holds a record for most points in a season. Yep. I think Ruben came very close to cracking it. But um, yeah, he's... I mean, goal-kicking, winger, well, points go all there. Yeah, 100%. Number 77, another interesting one and a surprising one for many, it's Sean Berrigan. So, obviously, 241 NRL games, 86 NRL tries, 15 games for Queensland, 13 for Australia, two premierships and a Clive Churchill medalist. Sean Berrigan was one of those guys that, similar to your man, Kirk Italy, got pinged for not having that exact spot where he was dominant in. He was just so good at it with so many. He could play centre, halfback, 5'8", hooker. He can do many things on, on our field. And, you know, he would miss to fix it. He tilted off the bench from some of those times. But again, when the Broncos were humming in those early 2000s, Sean Berrigan was a key piece to it. Went over, had a couple of seasons at the Warriors and the Raiders late in the career. Didn't do much. But again, what he did, once you're talking again, 15 Queensland games, 13 Australia games, two premierships, consistently one of those guys getting picked for rep games in those early 2000s. And again, a Mr. Fix-It, the first real Mr. Fix-It in this list. And <laughs> the, the real Mr. Fix-It's coming up soon. But to me, 
Sean Berrigan is one of those guys. I would have loved to have had a Sean Berrigan in my, in my team. Yeah, like you said, great team player. Um, yeah, consistent. You can see his his rep honors. Um, yeah, I mean, you you can pretty much yeah you know, p- plug him into any holes, and um, yeah, he'll he'll do a job for any any team, whether it's rep or club level. Hundred percent. Number seventy six. It's one of the real workhorses of the NRL era. Michael Crocker, two hundred and four NRL games, thirteen games for New South for Queensland, six for Australia, and the two premierships. Read that he's got one of the highest winning percentages mm. in NRL history. Obviously, you've got the Storm and you've got the Rabbits. Yeah. So two, and you've got um, the Roosters as well. Yeah. Just one of those players where you look when you look at a guy's career who's gone to multiple clubs. Has he gone to a couple of clubs that were not performing? He always went to great clubs all the time, and that's a, obviously a talent to Michael Crocker, where some teams saw real value in him and what what he could do. Um, you know, looking the scrum again, meat and potatoes, which is going to run hard, tackle hard. It's all you want from a guy. And if a guy can do that for 200 games and make a list like this, you know you've got a good player in your hands. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm just, just thinking of those teams. He would have been there for um, the, the Roosters when they were, had that, you know, back-to-back-to-back um, grand final. You had the um, Rabbitohs when they pretty much won their premiership. And then you got the um, Storm, that um, overpowered side. <laughs> yeah, so he was literally one of those key players that did, did a lot of things. As we just watch here, Pat Cummins getting his third wicket here. So you're getting live updates here. Pat Cummins, the captain at the MCG test, absolutely dominating here. But let's get back to the list, Nom. Number 75, you've got Ryan Girdler. So another guy who uh, late career injuries cut him down and obviously uh, the late start here. You've got 119 NRL games, so easily one of the lowest on, mm. the, on, the, on the list here. 1,001 points. So in those games, did crack the 1,000 points. You've got eight games for New South Wales, 11 for Australia, one premiership and a two-time centre of the year. When Ryan Girdler was humming, there wasn't many better. Had the speed to get on the outside, was was the intercept king for so long, could snag an intercept. That's why at Oztag I always used to love to <laughs> imitate Ryan Girdler, but just a real fun player to watch. And I think that's why, if I think of a, of a Ryan Girdler memory, there's just actually a lot of them where he's streaking away for a try, grabbing intercepts, crashing over the line. Just one of those fun players to watch. Yeah, I mean, I'm just looking at not not a lot of games, 119. But geez, when he was on the field, he made he cracked a thousand points. He uh, made a most of it when he was on the field. Yeah, it, again, early 2000s, always getting picked for the rep sides, those Panther sides. He was obviously there for the 03 Premiership side. And again, he was one of those guys where obviously the training wasn't the same back then. He had a lot of hamstring injuries, a lot of leg injuries. If he was able to eke out and get to you know to 180, could be high on the list, a couple more tries. Mm. Uh, but yeah, nah, very, very good player he was. Um, and now we go to number 74, uh, Nate Miles, one of your favorites. Obviously, <laughs> being a New South Wales fan, you love Nate Miles, but 233 NRL games, 32 games for Queensland, which is now we're hitting the first 30 game on a on an international side. Eight games for Australia, one time prop of the year. Nate Miles was as meat and potatoes as you get, did not have a passing game, had an offload, had a cheeky offload, no real footwork behind the line. Just go forward, tackling, menace, exactly what you want in a 2000s NRL prop. Yeah, between um, Nate Miles and uh, Felice Confuse, I can't choose my uh, <laughs> favourite Queenslander, but um, yeah, him and that massive forward as well. Yeah. I mean, he, he'd, uh, he'd make a weapon out of it in those origin games. Many people will just remember him and Paul Gallen, obviously, <laughs> with the, with the, the bring jobs. back the biff. Yeah. But, you know, he, he was a great player and obviously... Uh, you think of Roosters, you think of Manly is where I kind of picture on Nate Miles in that Manly forward pack. Just one of those guys where out of form as well, that was when Queensland would just stick and pick. 
and he could be having a larger of a season in you know club land, but he would go to the rep side and absolutely carve it up, which is exactly what you want from a representative player. So more more than deserving here. But we get to the last player of the beer garden, Dom. So number 73 is where we wrap up the beer garden, the first level of the pyramid. And it's Cameron Munster, another current player. So let's go through it. 151 NRL games, 31 tries, 13 games for Queensland, four for Australia, two premierships, two time five out of the year. So I, I will admit right now, Cameron Munster is one of my favorite players to watch. So he might be a little bit higher than he should be right now, but I'm projecting a little bit as well. What he has done in this side, you know, he came in, he was a fullback from Ipswich. He came in through, had he had, you know, Slater, you had Kronk, you had Smith. So he was never able to own a team. Once those legends go, you know, when's Melbourne's downfall going to come? You know, obviously the super coach Craig Bellamy is still there. Cameron Munster just takes that mantle straight away, wins games, wins premierships. For Queensland, he's now turned into that new Queensland mythological guy who, again, no matter the form, he's going to come in there and win a game. Think back to when they won that series in 2020. Um, you know, the worst Queensland side of all time. Cameron Munster just comes in. He was obviously concussed for game two, oh, came yeah. back for game three, <laughs> absolutely sees them to a victory. To me, he's just turned, he's turning into one of those big game players. And there's not many of them in, in the comp right now, but he's absolutely, to me, the next breed of Wally, Lockyer, Talis, you know, all those Queenslanders, he is that next breed. Yeah. I mean, to his own admission, he had a bit of a um, dip in 2020, his 2021 form. But um, look, I mean, you never count um, Cameron Munster out. I mean, I think he's going to, you know, this was going to be the first year where after Cameron Smith left, we thought he'd take the keys to the Ferrari and then run with it. I feel like Jordan Hughes and... Um, uh, Jerome Hughes sort of took that mantle then the house, mm. but yeah, I, I got a feeling Cameron Munster will have a, a massive season coming up. 100%. So now we're out of the we're out of the beer garden, Nom. So everyone's had their drinks outside. The next level of players gets to go into the foyer. So in the foyer, we've got some nice appetizers. You know, you've got some nice music. It's air-conditioned. Now we're into the next level of player here. So you're not only just walking into the Hall of Fame hotel, you're now going in. You're inside you're that next level of player. So we start off here with number 72. This is the Mr. Fix that I was talking about. It's yeah. Craig Wing. 256 NRL games, 86 tries, 12 for New South Wales, 16 for Australia, and the Premiership in 02. Craig Wing coming through as a Redfern junior again, went to the Roosters and made his mark. He was one of those guys consistently, you know, I would probably say his best position is hooker. He was able to really dart out a hooker well, gave great service, could go into the halves as well, could plug a hole out wide if you needed to. Played a bit of lock, as you know, these modern-day pongers and stuff in Origin come through and play lock. He was just one of those guys that can absolutely win your game, man. As you start getting through this list here, now you're in the game winners. Now you're in the absolute best of the best. I can win you three finals games in a row. That's where we're at right now. And Craig Wing is absolutely one of those guys. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, I guess, yeah, one of the original sort of Mr. Fix-its. Um, yeah, he came in a hole. He did a ma- massive job for um, Roosters and, and New South Wales as well. Yeah, 100%. Number 71. It's a guy who's surprisingly high, but I'll give my reasoning. It's Nathan Blacklock, 136 NRL games, 120 NRL tries, two games for Australia, three-time winger of the year. So Blacklock, if you had to have a guy to score a try in a game, I would pick Nathan Blacklock over anyone in the league. Just lethal. The best speed in the game to ever ever come through, in my opinion. Three-time winger of the year. In those early 2000s, there wasn't a winger you would want in your side if you could have, if we're talking Hall of Fame right now, if you had Blacklock on one side, Matt Rogers in one side from 99 to 2002, there's going to be tries and you're going to have wins. Blacklock in those 
in like that 99 side that lost the grand final. If he won the premiership, he's up in the next level for me. He's just one of those guys that can win your game. He was the first guy that rugby said, let me go steal a player from, and he was the one who would go over there and, you know, play for the Waratahs. And to me, Blacklock, if he, if he hung around and had those extra four seasons to get up to that new 200 games, we're talking about Blacklock as an entirely, and we're going to get to some of the wingers up here further in the list. Blacklock is one of those guys that, you know, the 136 game does hurt him. Yeah, I got to admit, I didn't see much of his career um, live. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've seen his highlights feel, um, yeah, he was just a machine out wing. Yeah, and again, it's those early Dragon sides had so much talent. It's going to never go over the hump until 2010. It's just a shame because so many of those players in those mm. sides deserved to be there. But let's go on to the last player in this podcast. It's number 70. It's Andrew Bobcat Ryan, <laughs> 291 NRL games, 68 tries. So, again, another second roller that can get over the line. 12 games for New South Wales, 11 for Australia and the premiership, you know, to where he was the acting stand-in captain. So Andrew Ryan obviously started with Parramatta, was a key cog moving into that 2001 side, the best side in Parramatta history up until NRL era. Then you move into that Bulldog side where he was just a force. And what Josh Jackson is now for the Bulldogs is what Andrew Ryan was. So to me, out wide defensively, safe as a house. In attack, can go over the stripe, really good close to the line. And again, one of the better leaders, one of the most underrated leaders in the in the NRL era. So to me, more than Zerbian number 70 here. Yeah, no coincidence. I mean, we've gone through the top, I mean, 30 of the 100, and there's been so many Bulldogs players. But um, yeah, it's no coincidence that um, yeah, um Bobcat, he, he was he was huge at um, success in that early 2000s and um yeah, Mr. Consistent, um, yeah, great leader. That's it. We just said, mate, we're 30 down. 69 to go. So we're still in the foyer right now. We've got a couple more uh, podcasts on this one, but thanks for coming on again, mate. Always a pleasure, mate. And thanks everyone for listening. Back with episode four very soon. Have a great day. Hear from you soon. Cheers.